Hello, it's Anita, host of Quarter Miles Travel, here with Two Bits of Quarter Trivia. Did you know that the quarter is also called Two Bits? Well, that's based on the division of the Spanish peso. A bit back in time, but quarters are still sometimes called Two Bits. There's a lot of history in coins and trivia too. Here's Two Bits of Trivia about the Bicentennial Quarter, which was first produced in 1975 in celebration of the 200th anniversary of the independence of the United States of America. The coin was minted in the years 1975 and 1976. The quarter features a colonial drummer facing left and a victory torch encircled by 13 stars at the upper left, replacing the eagle on the reverse side of the quarter. Although this quarter was first issued in 1975, it is still in circulation, and if you check your pockets or your sofa cushions, you may just find one there, waiting for you to explore. So flip it over, and Quartermouse Travel will take it from there, with a little trivia about the Bicentennial Quarter. The quarter carries the dual dates of 1776 to 1976, on the averse side or the head side of the quarter, along with the diagram of George Washington. During the release of the Bicentennial Coinage, no quarters carried the single date of 1975 or 1976. All quarters carried the date 1776 to 1976. So who were the drummer boys? Many of the youngest boys who served in the Revolutionary and Civil War were drummers. They weren't supposed to be fighters. They walked alongside the marching soldiers, beating their drums to help keep everyone in step and together. A marching cadence, so to speak, to motivate and keep everyone focused. The drum beats also represented an officer's orders, with drummers rattling and beating a series of drum beats to represent an order. Soldiers and drummers learned the meaning of each beat. Some messages were, attack now, retreat, meet here. Each order had its own meaning and own beat. A long roll was the signal for attack. And the drummers communicated across distances, making a loud sound, loud enough to be heard over the other sounds of gunshots. The beats push the soldiers forward. It is believed that a young drummer boy named Johnny Clem was the youngest and also the smallest boy at only 30 inches high and about 60 pounds to fight in the Civil War. He was first turned away from the Union Army at the age of seven. And when he refused to go home, the 22nd Massachusetts adopted him as their mascot and drummer boy. According to the story, Officers contributed some of their pay so Johnny could earn a soldier's salary of $13 a month. There was also a little uniform made for him and a rifle cut down to size just for him, all so that he would be one of the soldiers. In May of 1863, Johnny officially became a musician for the 22nd Michigan. He was enlisted as a regular soldier at the age of 11. Jenny Clem also became known as Jenny Shiloh. 
He got that name when in 1862, he was at the 1862 Shiloh Battle, and his drum was broken by an artillery projectile, but then he picked up a gun and started to fight. People were fascinated by the story of Johnny the Boy Soldier, and some of the stories were actually legends. But military records do show that Johnny's military career did, in fact, begin around the age of nine. The National Park Service research has shown that Johnny was with the 3rd Ohio, the 22nd Michigan, and the 22nd Wisconsin. But the 3rd Ohio was not at Shiloh, so that leaves a big question. But either way, we cannot deny that Johnny Clem was brave. There's a story of his bravery. At Chickamauga, on September 20th, 1863, he rode to the front of the battle, carrying his cut-down rifle, and when the Union troops had to retreat, he encountered a Confederate colonel who demanded his surrender, but he didn't. But what he did was pulled out that cut-down rifle, raised it at the officer, fired it, wounding him. His bravery did not go unnoticed. General George H. Thomas promoted Johnny to the rank of Lance Corporal, and his story became well-known, giving him celebrity status. He became known as the drummer boy of Chickamauga. Captured in Georgia by the Confederate Cavalry, he was freed after two months. Wanting to shame the Union, the Confederate newspapers wrote, What sore straits the Yankees are driven when they have to send their babies to fight us. He was discharged from the Army in 1864, and President Grant appointed him to West Point. But all of his youth was spent as a soldier with no formal education, so he couldn't pass the West Point entrance exam. In 1871, President Grant comes to his aid again and made him second lieutenant of the 24th Infantry, a unit of black soldiers. Wanting to be a career soldier, he advanced to the rank of colonel in the Quartermaster Corps. He became the last Civil War veteran still on duty in the armed forces. He spent his whole life as a soldier until he retired in 1916, with a special act of Congress making him Major General Clem. He lived to be 85 years old and is buried in Arlington National Cemetery. It is said that the song which continues to be popular today, When Johnny Comes Marching Home, was inspired by the bravery of the little drummer boy who became a soldier, Johnny Lincoln Clem. Make sure and click that subscribe button so that you get updates on Quarter Mile's travel when they come out. And thanks to our sponsor, Allianz Travel Insurance. You can find them at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. Thank you for listening. Reach in your pocket and pull out a quarter. Flip it over and quarter miles travel will take it from there. We'll help you turn that quarter into an adventure.